0: All right, so welcome to another episode of the Find My Podcast. Um, it's your boy Rick. Y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves.
1: Hey, so I'm um, Johnny um, Watts, as usual. Again, um, educator, um, coach, and all around great individual person.
2: Great individual person, huh? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm RL. Real... I'm a doctor, I live out in New Orleans, and I'm just a great overall kind of guy, too. Much like Johnny uh, Marshall.
0: Hey, man. You, you both are great guys.
2: I try to be, you know? I, I try to be. That's why I got Johnny Watts uh, pitching in my locker. But <laughs> inspired to be like him? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when I open my locker, I say, stun on these hoes, like... <laughs>
0: All right, well. All right, so first thing first, man. Rest in peace, Bill Russell. Um,
2: yeah, RIP y'all. to uh, Bill Russell, man. He uh, hey, uh man, that in all go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's it's crazy to me that like he won well eleven championships in thirteen years, and the city never fully embraced them.
2: Well, I mean, look at the city. I mean, they're, I still, mean, they're still embroiled in systemic race relations. Like, I mean, the, the racism in Boston is legendary.
0: I know. that's, But that's what's crazy because, like, you would think, even with all that, somebody who wins you 11 championships, like, <laughs> you, could, you could overlook all that. You know what I'm saying? No.
2: No. But Because
0: because if you think about it, but think about it, Boston got, what, 17 championships and all? He yeah. got 11 of them.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just proof that hate knows no end because despite him bringing as many championships as he did, the city still wasn't going to ever embrace him because he's a black man. And that's, the unfortunate part is he did a lot of things to... Modernized the game. He did a lot of things to break barriers and he was a all around good guy. First black coach. Yeah. You never heard anybody come out of those times and say anything bad about Bill Russell. Like nobody said he was, you know, a terrible guy or anything like that. And he always was graceful whenever he spoke, because I mean, he had a lot of things to be upset about, and I can only imagine week in and week out what he faced when he stepped into some of these arenas. Hell, he was catching at his own home arena, so imagine what happens when they went on the road and they went to somebody else's house, the kind of things that he was enduring. But sure. pause, pause for the cause. I'll tell you a funny uh, a funny statement that I kind of had to laugh at when I see it. Uh, they was like, Bill Russell endured all that racism for white people and turned around and married a white girl. Yo, I was on the fucking floor laughing. <laughs> 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 he yeah. Like, yeah, I want to marry one, I don't want but two.
0: Hell, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's crazy because even, um, I think they said after he won one of the championships, his house got vandalized, somebody took a dump on his bed. Well, that was when he was coaching. Oh, when he was coaching, okay. Yeah, so he but was, he was
2: um, but you know he was the only player coach. I I can believe it. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like, damn, like y'all motherfuckers followed this man home because it's not like, well, I don't know, times are different. So a lot of people were listening to White Pages, but at the end of the day, I have no doubt that somebody was smart and decided to look in the White Pages. I'm thinking somebody followed him home more. <laughs> somebody knew where he was and told. <laughs> You got in your car, went to his house. <laughs> his house. <laughs> why? Like why? What did Bill Russell ever do to you that got you so mad that you would shit in a man's bed? Like, yeah, it's you know, crazy. Yeah, guarantee you, life never fucked over the way that it fucked over Bill Russell, and so that's why when I say I don't believe in karma shitty things, and nothing ever happened to them. Man. Ended with that, but, you know, it's a lot of people that did a lot of fucked up things.
0: Yo. Hey, Johnny, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, okay.
2: Which, you know, looking at the motherfucker who, who got Emmett Till killed, this motherfucker's still chilling in an old zone. But I digress.
0: <laughs> yeah, no man, it's just um, yeah man, it's it's just crazy that like, cause even cause I think even like um when they retired his jersey, he didn't go to the jersey retirement, and no. then like um they honored him with something. He didn't show up. Then like he never even lived in Boston. I think he lived on the West Coast somewhere.
1: Who uh-huh. that Bill?
0: Yeah, Bill Russell.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because even when, even when he passed away, I think he was staying in Washington State. Yeah. I don't I mean, know, so. I yeah. Ain't no reason, Ain't no reason to stay over there, man, in Boston. Because, again, like I said, everybody knows, like, like if you ever in Boston or whatever, that um people know how it really is, the race relation. It ain't really the best at all. And it's, from I heard, it ain't really ain't got no better. So him, him being the black male that he is and growing up when he did and, like, um knocking down so many barriers, like, they're going to make a movie about the man now that he gone. But um, he did so much that there's no way no white folks ever just happy because he was thriving. Like, so I, I don't see no reason why you stay in the midst of hate you either. Because, so. I mean,
0: th- think about all them finals he had. He could have been, been. He probably could have been the MVP of all those finals, but they gave it to, like, Big
1: Koozie mm-hmm. a couple Bobby. times. They, yeah.
0: even gave, they even gave it to Jerry West one time, and he lost.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know that's gonna happen. Um, anyway, it's kind of like that Steve Nash effect. Like when they gave Steve Nash the, the um, MVP, you know, getting well that he shouldn't have won on no MVP. Like he he was valuable for his team and stuff like that. But he it was just one of the things where you know we wanna we wanna go away from what's normal, you know, because it become too normal, you know. It, like the black guy keep winning the the MVP, um, but this white guy he's playing some pretty good ball, and we think we could justify like giving it to him instead. So, I mean, I, I I get it, I get it, I get it, but I don't. Appreciate it, but I get it.
0: I mean, even, even um those last couple of years when MJ was playing, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like MJ could have won it, but I think they gave the call Malone just because they was tired of MJ winning every year.
2: Uh huh. You know, but I got, I got no, no qualms with that. I think there's a lot of guys out there who put in a lot of fucking good work, and it's somewhat political, it's somewhat popularity. Uh, quiet as it's kept, Steve Nash did a lot of good things. Like, and he was on a lot of teams that just never got over the hump. So they were never looked at in the same light that they should have been. So, in <laughs> one, one, I got no qualms with it. Because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of guys out there putting in work. Timmy, Kobe, uh, a whole slew of other niggas that you could probably name. But, Okay, he got him one. Like, uh-huh. does anybody look at that and say that changes where he lands in your hierarchy uh, of guys?
0: Who, Steve Nash? Yeah. Nah.
2: With well, the without one, like, does he really, does it really change? Like, okay, he never got one. Now what? Like, does he go down in your mind? No. It, okay, that,
0: yeah, it, it doesn't change at all because. Yeah. Of, um, my my favorite point guard growing up, when I was, understood basketball was Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I I like Magic Johnson, but I was I caught the tail end of that and I was super young. But when I was like understanding, like Jason Kidd was my guy as far as a point guard. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I felt like he took a lot from Magic. Cause he cause Jason Kidd was considered a big point guard too at 6'4, but like Magic Johnson was like huge. <laughs>
2: Six, no, taller than that, right? You six, eight, six, seven. Who, Magic Johnson?
0: No, I was, ta- I was talking about Jason Kidd.
2: No, 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 I'm saying like how tall he was. Like, oh,
0: Matt Johnson, like six, nine, I believe.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I know he was up there. He, yeah, all right, oh uh, man, oh, uh, but,
0: but um, all right, man, let's move on. So, this Brittany Grinder situation seems like it's getting worse every day
1: what what's, what's <laughs> happened recently
0: so recently you know they 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 gave her like nine years yeah um now they're trying to make her basically be like um the longest yard like they trying to get her to coach basketball
1: <laughs> or play basketball or
0: something <laughs> and they okay. still like they're still trying to make different like trades with like the criminals over here and so but Mm-hmm. Know, man. Dennis Rodman talking about going over there. I saw that, yeah. It's all types of crazy stuff, man. What's what's y'all thoughts on this?
2: Uh, well for me, it's just so tragic that she got herself into a situation where she's being exploited, but I don't point the finger of <laughs> Brittany. You you knew what you was dealing with. And the unfortunate part is people are actually going to extend themselves out for you when there's a lot of people that actually go over to Russia <laughs> and we may not ever hear from them again because they do some something dumb and there won't be the kind of outcry that we have for her because they're just some regular person. Uh, I also think they playing games with her because they know it's such a public outcry for the situation and she shouldn't you know, be over there on Now y'all trying to make her a coach, like really? Like really? Like what are we doing here? It's like it's bad enough y'all got her in prison. Don't make her a coach. Like let her just, you know, do her a little time until y'all decide y'all gonna let her go. Or we trade you somebody. You just kinda move on. Also, you know, it kinda sucks that we trading somebody because we probably about to release somebody that is a terror of the world in exchange for somebody that got caught up on some weed shit.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be no trade off though. I mean, I, I don't like the whole trading thing because, like you said, you're gonna release a basketball player, and this is not to minimize whose person is an individual, but you're gonna release a basketball player for a person that um, can do some damage. You know, they want him. For some, for 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 a skill set, you know what I mean, and it's a war. It's a war type skill set, um, and it's a destructive skill set, you know. When one is dribbling the ball, you know, so I don't like that. There's no trade off there. I think it's dumb if America really did it, um, but we we do so much stuff that's on the basis of being politicized, and and we do stuff on the basis of people seeing it. So. A lot of stuff we do is just to put it out there in the forefront and put, like propaganda to a degree. And oh, look what we did—that's good. Look what we did—we hide all our bad stuff now. We try to do other little stuff, but I don't think that that'll ever be a good idea. They have to figure something else out. Maybe she need to go on the coach, man, because maybe she's gonna be there for a while. <laughs> but <laughs> they gotta figure—they gotta figure something out, man. But um, nah. It, I wouldn't coach if I was her because the problem would be, like, let's say you become successful in this coaching. Now you're valuable to Russian. and Russia really ain't going to let you go. They might ask more time to you. Who knows? Might set you up. So, I don't know, man. I don't I don't like that idea either because if, if, if you're in the middle of a the season, they show ain't going to be working to get you out of there. Like, your focus is off. Like, nah, just do your time. Keep your head now. And just get out. I think,
0: to be honest, I think she – I think it doesn't matter who would have came across there. There's gonna mm-hmm. caught up just because of what was going on, and I yeah. think he just happened to be the person. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. But you know, but you're right. They, because I think the guy they're trying to get us to trade with them is like some kind of like he he like he got like bodies and he been dealing guns illegally and all types of
2: stuff. <laughs> He he
0: traded them so. Oh, traded okay. them.
2: When the Cold War happened, you know, Russia, us, and a couple of other stockpiling munitions and things of that nature, like nobody's business. So all he would just hey, "We got a bunch of AK-47s. Why don't I sell them to you for a lower price, and I pay off some government." You know what I'm saying pay off some government individuals and I keep the money and things of that nature. So you know you're talking about a guy that again dealt in heavy arms going to a lot of different countries that was able to allow some of those countries to have some of the managers to take over their local government and are kind of empowered now because of him, you
1: yeah. know. Yeah. I think the dude I think the guy named Yuri Orlov, that's um like Nicholas Cage played him in the movie on you know, that Lord of War was based off of um yeah. him if I'm not mistaken. Oh no. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So they, they that that's what they're trying to get. And you, like I said, you don't need nobody like that getting traded. I, and like people, I like, oh, why, why didn't they bother anybody else or, or worry about anybody else that Russia had? I'm like, man, Russia not stupid. They're not gonna bring to nobody attention. Nobody that's not over there that, that can give them leverage. The average just American that's over there that are messed up and get locked up. They just messed up and locked up. But if they don't, if they're not a leverage piece, then why would I, you know? I don't care what y'all think over here. I'm going to leave that person in jail for as long as I need to. I might let them out early. It just depends on what their value is to me, you know, because they're not doing what we do. They don't go over there building a million prisons and and just hope we get a million people to put in those prisons, you know. I'm sure they might want to free up some beds from time to time or something, man. But, nah, they they got bigger fish to fry.
2: They don't care if the beds is free or not. And when you go to Russia, boy, you doing some serious time because that ain't one of them countries where they're advancing their thinking. And prison is for reform now. Nah, you go to prison there, it's for political reasons
1: or you mm-hmm.
2: up reasons.
1: Well, well, you know they change. They do. What they want almost to a degree because you know I looked up like their their marijuana charges and their weed charges because they don't really have they don't have no, like it's no problem with them like prosecuting anything in terms of drugs. They don't have no all these different like. Um, I guess you say avenues where oh, you have this gram, you have that gram, you you have this much, this, this amount, this volume of um of drugs, and blah blah blah. All they have is if you get caught with certain things, then you get these certain punishments. Now, the thing I don't like about the Brittany Griner thing was that their punishment for weed is is like a fine, and it's actually like I think max almost like two years, if I'm not mistaken. It's not even long jail time, but somehow she got nine, and for uh, uh, an amount that really ain't you know big enough for it to be. Anything justifiable in terms of like, I don't know, the smuggling charge bothers me because smuggling is almost to assume that she had like she just moving weight, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, so, you know,
2: a, that, that's that jargon when it comes to police situations, and they yeah. take into account the amount because what was happening was they were saying because it was in the pen, it's hmm. a concentration, so it equals a certain amount. So, oh, okay, same thing, kind of like that one girl. Who Well, not girl. That one dude who's a teacher. Mm. With, I forget how much. But he uses it for his anxiety or whatever the fuck he used it for.
1: Mm. That,
2: that motherfucker 14 strong years. Mm. And he he's sitting down for 14 years now. 14 years, damn near decades of his life is about to be gone.
1: Where, where, where is that at? Where is that at? In Russia. In Russia. Oh, okay, okay. Golly. Yeah.
2: Now he had Britney, yeah. and he got fourteen. And like I said, yeah. ain't nobody gonna bat a single fucking eye for him. And it's not even about him being white, like
1: nah, like, it's
2: not doing fourteen years in the Russian Gulag because you had to you, be uh, <coughs> you know, like, man, that's ridiculous. And like I was saying, yeah. that's hard time in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck about you, so you are gonna be over there drinking water, eating bread. And Maybe. Fox,
1: <laughs> Maybe.
2: The yeah. They're
0: going to hit you with that hard vodka. <laughs> That's
1: and right.
2: That get caught up in the Russian uh prison system are some hardcore motherfuckers. Like, serious. Like, slit your throat because you looked at them wrong. Not saying that we're lacking in ours, but it's just a different system over there. So, you know, like, I mean, again, like, I don't think she should have to do what she has to do, but she knew better. You know how people's crime system gets down. Any little thing they can do to beef up time, they're gonna do it. Just like, oh, you was trafficking because you had some weed. Well, no, I smoked this weed. Well, it was in your car.
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you, unfortunately. Over here in America, we're we're ignorant to the laws and stuff when there's like as it pertains to our state or even where we're at or where we're from, like no matter what, like we're we're ignorant over here. So I don't believe that she went over there studying no laws, she didn't know what was going on. Like, but I'm not I'm not giving her no paths because you better get on top of that, especially when you roam around other folks' country, you know. You better kinda understand how things are I hear you. I'm gonna
2: if you're going to a team internationally no fucking doubt. They sit down and they say this, 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 and this. You cannot do this, 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 and this as it pertains to American laws. Now, break down every nitty gritty law like, oh, on Tuesdays you should wear red socks because if you don't you're going to get a fine. No. But I bet you they let you know, hey you can't have weed over here. Hey don't bring no alcohol from America over here. Hey, don't bring any vegetables, fruit, plant, whatever, from America to here. Hey, don't, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, they're not going to just let you be over there raw it and not inform you of what you're getting yourself into. Like, they got too much at stake, especially if they're going to pay you a million dollars. You think your, your basketball team just going to let you just be out here tripping? Uh,
0: what to do. Yeah, that's true. Because, like I said, um, Sue Bird said she was playing over there. She said her – um,
2: <laughs>
0: like, he had this whole – Wait,
2: no, Sue, you broke up, man. Like, I can't hear you for a second. What'd you say, bro?
0: No. So, Sue Bird, she said – she played over in Russia. She said that her coach was a Russian spy. She said her coach literally lived a double life, like, while – he was like at the beginning of his coaching towards the end, he like kind of gave up the spy and stuff, but like he was like one- at one point he was like a coach, then at some point he was like a spy like <laughs> like it was crazy,
2: yeah, I mean I could believe that, but still the the point still remains when you go to those scenes from America, not only do you have people that do, like, interpretations and probably are abreast of the things that you might run into conflict with, they're gonna make sure you're good. Like, when Kenya Martin went to China, that nigga had the interpreter, he had the chef, he had a house, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I, and I get it, like, okay...
0: He also was the only one that was able to leave early. <laughs>
2: yeah. But <laughs> the, the bigger point was They not just sending over there raw dogging, dog. Like they not just gonna okay, you just over here rushing, nothing. Like no no interpretation, no person to kind of guide you on the legal legalities, no, you know, setting you up so you're good. Like, no, like they're just not gonna do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well Alright, man. Let's move on. All right. So there was a neo Nazi Marine who um he plotted a mass murder in a rape campaign with white power groups to try to increase the production of white children. What's y'all thoughts
2: on that? And they, they they caught him. He's not one of one. He's one of many. Uh, <laughs> who, uh, other podcasts, it was like, the army don't take people from eastern Washington and certain parts of Oregon. Because it's so heavy up. So, you know, there's a lot of fucked up people out there that get into the army for those reasons. To earn a particular skill set, get government grants, or, you know, be eligible for government grants or things of that nature. They retire, and then they go up to them little areas, back to them little areas, and they teach survivalism skills and all that other good stuff. Their message.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I like with, with this whole thing right here, man. Um, I just think it's one of them situations where, again, like we have to get on top of our stuff. We we gotta like go ahead and you know, go ahead, and make you, sure you got guns of your own and everything else, because there are a faction of people out here that are planning things just like this. Same way the thing happened with the Tops Place out there in um uh, with New Jersey, with New Jersey. Was one. Like, the, the top spot out there in New Jersey? Was that New Jersey? Or was the that some top. part of New York? I'm no... talking about the top spot. Yeah, yeah, the, the whole the the um the shooting or whatever, when the dude ran up in the grocery store, and shout out um, that, that um, that Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo, okay. So, the thing is, like, people gotta realize that uh, unfortunately, we, we don't want it to be as bad as it is at times or people to really be on stuff like this. But there are people that are on things like this, you know, and the best thing you do is get yourself, like you say, a registered firearm and have some things in place, man, so that you can protect. Because, you know, even as men, you know, we got families and stuff. Man, your job is to provide and protect, man, for, first and foremost. That's really what defines you as a male, you know, or as a man, my bad. So it's like you you better do your due diligence because there are people like this out here. You know, there are people like that that really are plotting um and they play the long game see i think we get so caught up in the in overt racism the 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 blatant outward racism that we don't understand there are people that are very much racist but they're stewing you know and they're doing things that are more long game planning for that long for for that end you know that they they're trying to see you know this dude talking about raping and raping to pretty much um increase the population because that's another thing in terms of like just the numbers and, and how how many white babies are being born. Then you're talking about um murdering people, decreasing the number of minority residents. Um so you do you're willing to do mass murder for that. Like these people went to I'm sure you went to the Marines already with a kind of crazy mindset. So this person might even just went to Marines for the training part or the training aspect to you know add skills. Because a lot of times now um and really when it's done right. You know, in terms of education, and I'm not talking for specific purposes. I'm just talking about whether it be for the good or the bad. Education was for you to go and get a skill and come back and bring that back to the family or bring that back to be utilized by the community. You know, so unfortunately, this is just one of those negative situations where that's being where that was trying to be done. You know, let me go get this marine training, get all this information, get this intel or whatever, and try to bring it back for the for the for the negative. You know, for my group, so we can you know so we can work to whatever end that we, we see fit. So, you know, I, I just think that people got to be on top of understand that everybody ain't like you. If you're a good person to your, to your core, everybody not like you. There are people that want your absolute destruction out here and you got to be prepared, especially if you got family, you know, or you got people that are underneath you like little ones, man, you better get ready and, and, and hope that nothing happens, but be prepared if it, if it does, because there are people out here, again, that just do not care. They don't care. And, they, and they're doing, they're plotting things like this. I said it before in another podcast, like they get on Clubhouse or any of these little sites or these little forums, and they meet like-minded people, and they and they don't have nobody good good intentions at heart. So they out here, they gonna plot, and they don't see things we, the way you see it. They're not kind-hearted. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't want to rear a family and do well and all that and, and just tend to their own business attend tend to their own communities. No, they want to get, they, they see the world should be a certain way or want it to be a certain way. And all they're trying to do is go out there and try to create that world. They think that they see, they're trying to manifest that reality, you know? So even, even to in the most negative way, so we have to be more prepared and and stop being so surprised. People like this exist. Like Americans never dealt with this past. Americans never reconciled, resolved this past, and, and it's built on racism and all this old crazy stuff. You know, it's built on all this. We home murder, torture, like 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 slavery, like human trafficking, and it's all this stuff still going on now. Like so they, they, like until you resolve the past, you ain't gonna have no good future in terms of thinking that people like this and groups like this don't exist. They gonna they definitely exist. So yeah. Yeah. And and the,
0: the worst part is like you said, the guy was a Marine, and a lot of these dudes are like police officers, and you know, yeah. they they yeah. in they're in like positions that's supposed to help and protect. That's right. But, but really,
1: they're trying to destroy. That's all. Are they trying you to know? use that um almost trying to use their positions of authority as ways as just I don't know, almost like intimidation. Like even remember the guy that um I think the black boy was in the neighborhood or whatever, and he was like some. I think was in the military or was a cop or something. White guy bald head. He's out there just talking junk and threatening the black guy. It was like a young black dude, like dude probably early twenties. What know talking about?
0: He was um. I think he was a police officer.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was something like that. And I remember. Remember, they went into his lawn. I think they they stood outside his house for a few days after that. Where they weren't going, but. It was like that was crazy to me. It's like you y'all just want to bully everybody. You know, you wanna use your position like it makes you God or Jesus Christ or something, but it don't do none of that, you know? It's just your position. You know, you who, to whom much is given, much is required, man. You required to do your job, you're required to do to, to protect and serve, you know. But all I ever since like y'all do protect and serve um, property and big business interests, you know, and, and and threaten people that you don't that shouldn't that you feel like shouldn't be in certain places, uh, you know, people can't even be in spaces out here, you know. So it's just not, I don't know, it's just I I think it's why so many people get fed up and frustrated with these so-called authority figures, or these people that have these certain professions or going to these certain professions because it's like, man, do whatever your job, your job title or job function is, but leave us alone. Stop harassing folks and bothering people because you think all of a sudden because you got a girl in your hip or you have access to all this different training that that people are supposed to bow down to you, or people are to do things you say, or you should be able just to impose your will upon people forcefully because they don't agree with whatever it is your 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 ideologies are. You know that stuff to me is crazy. Yeah, so, that is, that
0: is crazy, man. But but speaking of crazy, how about uh, the Airbnb had a, a slave <laughs> cabin,
1: a luxury yeah. slave cabin. <laughs> Luxury. Come on to, 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 now. That's to, a to to conundrum. Out. <laughs>
2: I like oxy awesome moron. That ain't no conundrum. Shit.
1: Yeah man. Real stupid man.
2: I mean, but you know what? It's people out there that like that dumb shit and <laughs> they gonna put it out there. Which, that's right. is why, which is why you you need people that are black on certain certain aspects of your business because you would have somebody like Jamal who be there and be like yeah y'all tripping.
0: Yeah that's terrible idea. Yeah. Y'all tripping. I did because I
2: think a lot of these issues would be avoided because you have somebody black with some sense. Not no, he just trying to get on and get along ty- type of person but mm-hmm. somebody who, who could be objectively honest and keep you all in check because you wouldn't have the Pepsi commercial where Kylie Jenner is out there handing out a Pepsi and we talking about some goddamn police brutality. Like, no, handing out a fucking Pepsi is not what we <laughs> want. You know what I'm saying? In the middle of this, <laughs> it's not gonna, it's not gonna uh, cause peace in the, in the neighborhood, <laughs> uh, yeah, hey,
1: especially but, with her doing it. Like, but, what? But, but what about painting the streets Black Lives Matter, huh? Doesn't that give us some peace?
2: Yeah, huh? I mean that's totally gonna, gonna <laughs> but this
0: but the slate cabin is luxury though. It's not
2: <laughs> look, luxury for who? not uh, just any
0: old cabin. Huh? it's not just any old slate cabin, it's a luxury Luxury cabin. cabin. Uh, what they don't gotta hit that.
2: Does, nah, it, does it come complete with uh sleeping in 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 the old miss's bed? <laughs> oh <laughs> shout out to that, but you all know what old how old Miss got that name. No. Okay, so Ole Miss was a term for the the head white woman of the the plantation. That mm. Miss, that's what the slaves called it. old Miss. Say it one more time. So on the on the on the plantation, the mm. the the head uh, white dude or the owner of everybody and everything, his mm. wife was called the old Miss by the by the slaves because mm. she was. She was the that was the highest level of a woman on the plantation. Oh, okay. Oh So, oh,
1: that was how they got Ole Miss. Yeah, hey, ain't no surprise though. They 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 try to hide in uh, Mississippi. So they know they so really shame of their history that they be trying to hide it and change it and make it seem like it be other stuff. Look, even going back to this um luxury slave cabin, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no, listen to me now. The, my problem with it is this, like, it's more trying to, like, almost right or wrong. You feel me? Like, y'all going to make these luxury slave cabins, which to me ain't nothing, but you trying to, I bet the inside of it look kind of halfway decent where you could really probably sleep in it, shower or whatever. It's probably almost like they're living in a cabin. But they know good and well the black folks back in them they were not living in no good conditions in those little slave cabin quarters. Now you go... And have people come visit the Airbnb luxury slave cabin and now more dumb stuff can pop online. Man, the whites didn't the black people didn't have it that bad during slavery. You should have <laughs> saw the way they live. They had luxury slave cabins. They were they weren't living that bad. I could have my grandma didn't live in nothing this nice. But <laughs> you can like you can hear all of it coming. Like all of it coming dog like real. Like it in and, and this sick to me because it's just more way to kind of make it seem nice the history of the past which we know was everything but that. Like, they, they even did it in the history books where, oh, slavery wasn't that bad. Some of those people chose to stay and help the family of their slave masters, and some chose to go, and everybody was fine with it. Like, no, that's not how slavery went. That's Y'all just lying. Yeah, just lying constantly. So, now we're to look back, and then we get all these false, you know, um, narratives about what slavery was. Like, no, nah, man, it wasn't like that. I well, heard my, a story? Go ahead. My bad.
0: Now, I was just gonna say, my question is, even if it's, like, just a cabin, why not just put it on there as a cabin to rent out? Or, yes. or or
2: or hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. You don't do none of that. Like take that idea and delete
1: it. <laughs> no,
2: you could delete it, but I, I get it. But
0: if you're trying to rent out a cabin, I think that you, you should, got.
1: Yeah, I just, just
0: should, say cabin.
2: You didn't I, have to say slave cabin. Nope. that's right. Nope, nope, because people will know. I think maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of make it a, a historical preservation type thing and yeah. donate some proceeds to the local black community organizations
1: mm-hmm.
2: because I can't even imagine you'd get no rest in that cabin because the spirits wouldn't let you. Yeah, and nah. if we going to take it a, a step further, I feel like on that Tales from the crib where the little motherfuckers came up off that painting and started getting at you.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Hey, man, I'm looking at a slave cabin right now, a real one with um, (laughs) a black family all in in front of it in Barber County near Ufall, Alabama. Um, back in the day, they got a the whole picture right. Dude, this cabin looks nothing like the luxurious cabin I just saw. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, man. Like, they, look, this ain't even the same, though. Like, let them stay here. Let them stay in this then since it's so luxurious and they want to play around with it and play in our face with it. You know, I, I just don't like it, man. Just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it.
2: It's like them folks that want to get married on the plantation
1: because oh, yeah. it's
2: so old school and it's so... Perfect and how uh-uh. times it used to be. Well, what times are you trying nope. to to reminisce? No. Any
0: any road that's named plantation? Yes, I don't go on. I don't look at any road, anything like like Lynchburg, Virginia. I'm not going to Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, oh yeah, the name alone <laughs> is terrible. Like Lynchburg, Listen, I'm good. Anything with Lynch, anything with plantation, anything with any of that, I'm not going. I'm not visiting. I don't want to see it.
1: Hey, man, it's a million plantations around here where I'm at in Albany. And I remember like a couple of years ago, I think when COVID was going over heavy and I was really into my research and all kind of stuff. Man, dude, I'm on Google Earth, everything. Man, it's a bunch of plantations like right here in Albany, Georgia. And they be trying to hide all these plantations. or You're running to them and stuff. But, man, I bet you back in the day, the history of these plantations, I'm talking about all these plantations probably intertwined and slaves all up in between them because I noticed that every time I move around, I go to a city where it's like a lot of black people there and they're still there. Like they, they were they were definitely enslaved populations of people and you can't get them all out of there. You know, it's like they still in the city because man, we grew up here like my whole family used to be in slavery or used to be sharecroppers and everything else. Like you see uh, you see that a lot in those heavily saturated blacks areas, you know, like and, and, they just, and you can find plantations all over the place in every one of them areas, man. So that yeah. that's exactly like you right, man. I I have be trying to stay away from that John Toby saying, Oh, the Byron plantation, the Dane plantation. And then if you try to look up them plantation by their names, right, they've been trying to white they try to scrub some of that history. But if you keep digging far enough, you'll kind of see where you that plantation Yeah, you sure will, man. Like they got a plantation around here that were bit pecan plantations back in the day. And they still now they just some, like their pecan companies. And he like, No, man, <laughs> nah dog, you have a bunch of niggas out there picking them pecan. Look, man. You gone, yeah. man.
2: Which is kind of because that's what Queen should try to. It's off of some of the spots that they use, especially where uh, Ralph Angel's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a plantation.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's not too far from, I think it's in Vachery, Louisiana, is technically the city. Mm. You know, I kind of use that lightly because it's not really city around there.
1: Yeah.
2: But, yeah. <laughs> and it's just big ass fields. And it's a couple different plantations. And so mm-hmm. you you realize like how close some of these plantations were, and I'm pretty sure they were collectively working together.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Stuff down the middle and splitting costs. Of course. Together yep. to get more product and also yep. create more product by <clears throat> kind of intermingling or whatever the case may be because quite as it's kept a lot of people, a lot of the white people didn't own land or had the money to own land, or to uh-huh. so it wasn't millions and millions of plantations. But it was definitely a nice amount. But my dudes was poor man; they couldn't afford that,
1: so yeah. they team up. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, a lot of work like like that. If you think about it, that's how you that's how you can create a, a racial situation because, like you said, a lot of white people. I remember like I was looking at some one year, and they talked about how um. Like white folks were living some some of the worst lives over here because they didn't know how to exist on the land that's why so many native people and black people and people that are erroneously called black that were helping them like survive and stuff you know like back in the day they used to have all those things like pop the piss in um all that all that came from real living situations because they was like i saw one thing was said that white family would be so poor back then like, and they'd be moving around rural lands and couldn't grow stuff and all that. So they'd be so poor, though, that they, they wouldn't even have a real pot to piss in. Like, they couldn't even put their piss in the pot. Like, it was like that for real. So it's like a lot of them, that's where all the indigenous servitude come from. But all the racism, the, half that racism that we see that's overt racism that come from the redneck white person, that's the old school white person that was poor just like us. But then they, they, they were able to at least get that feel-good feeling when when, when the, the capitalists, for real, came in and, and propagandized everything to make it seem like, oh, white versus black, this versus that, when it really just, man, I just need to keep all y'all subservient and, and, and down here on the level so I can get everything I need done. I can keep, I got y'all up here, um, what, um keeping track of all the black folks, you know what I mean? I got y'all doing that, you know, because y'all want to keep your condition, um, you want to keep your so-called psychological status on top of them, you know, as as rural kkk loving um white people you know are are just the, the the one that just struggle but they don't like nobody black now they just against it because again like i say I, I gotta it's a competitive thing for me and i got to It's more survival for that person and like i said That's the right. capitalists just use all the racism to keep the money where it need to stay and then yeah. keep the protection where it need to be you know yeah i mean linda b johnson
0: said it the best man he's he said if you want to get money out of white people you want them to do what you want
1: them to do I don't think that they better than a black person. You ain't lying, bro. I see it too much where I'm from, but Alabama, man. You you you, you be looking at white people like, like, like I'm not better than you. You sure ain't better than me, cause I see how you living. <laughs> but y'all know y'all be quit calling me a nigga and try to be on some other stuff. Like and I'll pay you out here, dude, cause it's like that's not <laughs> like we really all. In the, I, I really feel like they stupid because we in the same boat. We in the we same, in the same situation. boat. I gotta wake up and be upset about the job I gotta go to all the time, and, and and you probably doing the same thing and feeling the same way. You ain't got it made. They ain't got it made either. You know what I mean? But just exactly. because you you, you able to, like, but they feel yeah. like they got it better than we do. Yeah, man. please. Look, you got it by 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 virtue of just the the complexion for the protection, like we done talked about before. Like you yeah, got it because exactly. you might shoot up, you might shoot up a whole event and your child ain't gonna die from it. Like you, like your child might go shoot up everything, they'll arrest him, you know, he'll be fine. Like y'all got some of those like protections, you know, kind of built in. So it gives you an air about yourself, of course. But the reality of this whole situation that, man, unless you got a bunch of greenbacks, boy, you ain't you are not okay. Like You are not okay. you trying to get it from day to day. I'm sorry, a bunch of greenbacks and you can you can pick and choose when you go to work or you can wake up and do nothing all day or you can just go on vacation for five weeks if you want to. The old people right there, that's a whole different dynamic, man. And that's a very small percentage. So like, if you ain't in that, operating it, in that, man, we all in the same place. We I'm all in the same, same place. boat. Yeah, well,
2: sure, yeah, I mean, I think the, the biggest trick that they've done is they've convinced them that their beef is with the middle class or people yeah. that are trying to find some sort of footing to yeah. become upwardly mobile and
1: yeah. they
2: think we're the dregs of society That's because right. you have people out there who think oh my grandpa or so and so had it rough and they had to work really hard to get to where they got not realizing that it doesn't matter how poor you were born per se It's still white. Like when you go to get a loan, they're going to give you a loan if you have certain things in place. And hell, in some cases, they might give it to you even if you don't have certain things in place. Meanwhile, when I go, my credit better be perfect. I better have a good paying job. I better not have like any blemishes or anything like that. And they'll still charge me a higher rate setting me up damn near to almost default on it. Like you believe you're going to default on it and we're going to make it even harder for you to uh-huh. become uh, upwardly mobile fiscally and you know that's kind of always been set up in place. Yeah. And the reality is it's honestly the rich versus the poor. What's so funny is you'll see people quoting and talking about the things that the Republicans do and then they'll say, "Oh, you're just liberal and Black folks just yeah. duped into <laughs> being, yeah. being behind the Democrats. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, to a point, yes, we we have been because typically they're the ones who do come into our areas and give us a little bit of change. But man, it don't matter, Republican, Democrat, whoever. Neither one of them are truly on our side. No, no I, right. like they, okay, you want all the to, same. Yeah, yep. okay, you want us to vote Republican now? What? Oh, because it, it aligns with something that you believe in, and the fact of the matter is, they don't care about you either. Okay, they passed the law that you happen to agree with. That wasn't because of you. Uh
0: huh.
2: Because, it was because they, that's it, it,
1: what the money said. Exactly. Uh-huh. Hey, I heard. I heard somebody say this, and this is a true statement, man. Like they said that um. Really with the politics, man, when you get on top of it, and understand what's going on for real. And like you said, ain't no real help being given from either of them parties. Because even Democrat, that, that's more symbolic change than it is real change that can help. Um, And, and then Biden slipped something in like the $10,000 thing where you could have did more. And then the people that didn't choose to vote for Bernie, even Elizabeth Warren, she was gonna, they were both trying to, uh, dang, they'll wipe the dead out. So, like, it's decisions we make that get us into the predicaments because um, we still really don't know what's going on. We don't overstand what's going on when it comes to um, politics. But what you said was, was for real now, like um, the the whole politics thing, Democrat, Republican, they are, they are two different wings on the same bird. You see yeah. what I'm saying? That same bird run the whole show. And that bird there... It's just using that so you can – because we all – we're caught up. We're a very competitive nation. We're competitive. We play sports. We do everything. So it's always that competition. Oh, liberal this. Oh, conservative that. You know, but the blacks were the first conservatives in the country. Like, they came and hijacked the whole party, and that thing flip-flop and switch, you know. Like, we weren't Democrats to begin with. But it's like, end of the day, like – they, they use all the buzzwords and they use politics in the media nowadays to 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 propagate all this nonsense, like when it comes to um, like keeping people kind of down, you know, or trying to villainize groups because what, what's good over here ain't good for this. Like, case in point, the latest thing that happened with the $10,000, which I still don't feel like is enough, but that's $10,000 to people that need some relief for this student loan stuff, you know, that, that really was predatory lending. You know, but then you got all the people got the audacity to come in and say, oh, man, I paid all mine off. That, that, that's divide and conquer strategy because that's yeah. cool for you. But where was your mouth when the banks got bailed out? You know, where was your mouth when they bailed out this? But this rich person over here, these rich groups of people over here. And then the last one, like they, they bail out people that got money all the time. They give them yeah. concession all the time. But perfect, now when you perfect. talk about the regular person who went to school at 18 and just wanted to go to college and trying to get the education right, mama said, man, go make somebody yourself. You couldn't fail mama. You couldn't fail the household. You know, you trying to get you're just trying to make it. And then you you go and sign a paper. Anybody break down them condition of you. Anybody told me after six months of me being at Steelman that they hit me up and tell me, oh, I owe a $1,000 a month on some student loan payment payback. And then when I asked him, hey, can we chop that down a little further? you know, I ain't making that kind of money, blah, blah, blah. Oh, $694 a month? You're crazy. Like, dude, that was more than my rent back then. Like, <laughs> oh, You're yeah. crazy. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. They, so so uh, y'all, y'all make people feel bad, but it don't make sense. Oh, welfare programs. Welfare programs? What you talking about? The same welfare that gave all y'all that land after 40 acres of the mule when they went back after Lincoln got killed and went back and gave all that, all that land to white folks? Oh, because dope. that was welfare program. Hey, now, that, the the, that, the perfect example you're talking about, remember the list?
0: Uh I think somebody sent them the group text.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh them, um paying off everybody PPP loans.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, to kind of touch that, touch on that and touch on that, uh the um the uh, welfare stuff real quick. Uh the irony is the people that screaming the loudest, they get they. uh they get themselves exposed because motherfucker be like wait a minute so are you talking about how you got this pp loan for like 100k or 30k <laughs> or million dollars and it was just all forgiven but right. you want folks to dance because but that's the bigger point they just rallying and, and, and making a point because you're gonna get some people that are gonna jump into These discussions like uh, they were doing on on Twitter talking about oh well you know you you pulled out the loans you should be able to pay them back blah 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 I'm like okay I understand but if we're going to bail out other institutions why not bail out the people because now all of a sudden you have people's buying power go up now instead of me having to pay $2,000 or whatever towards student loans every month strapping me hamstringing me or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. like okay now i can invest more money in the economy now i can put more money to the side and put it in stocks put it in Uh Mm -hmm. and so you'll have that money frequent back into the economy but it's like the people who and and it's like i don't understand like who is lobbying that hard? Well, I don't know who's lobbying that hard. It's the debt collectors. But that's crazy that the debt collectors are lobbying so hard to try to get that because they know that people are going to default on their loans. Uh-huh. Any 50 Any $20, $100 dollars that they can get is another mm-hmm. in their pocket because what happens is they pay a little bit of money and they get a list of 3,000 motherfuckers. And if each one of them people can pay them a hundred dollars, you start uh-huh. doing the math. Uh-huh.
1: You know
2: what I'm saying? So dog, like that's why that when you when they had them folks that default, they'll take anything. Cause hell, every dollar that you get is 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 something. And it yeah. eventually it'll add up to something. And as far as like the welfare stuff, you know, I sent that article in the group chat about how Clinton tried to get that shit set up. And mm-hmm. basically, he limited it and made it impossible. And the person that he used for it, she ended up losing her job because she couldn't work anymore because she couldn't afford the heart medicine that she had.
1: Yeah.
2: She ended up dying. That's the thing. Yeah. And so it, 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 it's funny that you, you have these people try to use us, even though at that time it was pretty much damn near 50-50, white people and black people yeah. who were on welfare. They use the black person because nothing polarizes white people voting like the fear of, oh, somebody's getting over on my dollar. And it's black. That's people. right.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. True crazy.
2: Nothing polarizes white people like fear of black people. That's what got them out of the suburbs. That's what created redlining. That's what created banking inequalities. That's what created welfare reforms. That's
1: yeah. all the Dude, things. That, that's what created the bank. Huh? That's what created the actual banks who are complicit in a lot of this like stealing everything because the bank system itself got set up based on land and the land, they use the banks to steal the land from black people. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? But
2: everything you see is reactionary to black people without taking into effect everything that went into place. Just mm-hmm. like you saw those increases in prison. Why? Yeah. Because, oh, we got the crime bill signed in 93 because, yeah. oh, we could fetishize and make it seem like, oh man, y'all gonna die because these black folks are out here struggling. That's Never right. Mind the fact that Ronald Reagan created the drugs in the community. To try to keep communism down. Well, what about uh-huh. that? Oh well, you know, it was what it was. Yeah, right. Re- the
1: drugs. Now that we yeah. we
2: got it, we'll just say no, and we'll create tougher crimes. Well, hey guys, guess what's about to come down the pipe? All these prison reforms. So you might want to get in on all these prisons getting built. Now we got uh-huh. then Clinton come through and create even more tougher penalties with the one, two, three,
1: yeah, three
2: now, you got millions of people in prison generating more money for the people that, that came up. Why? Because they keep making reactionary laws, just yeah. like the opioid and pandemic. Oh, well, we're going to create harsher crimes on that because it's going to affect the black people, and it'll stop the white people from being on drugs. Well, ha, 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 the white people are still on drugs, and black people are getting loaded up into prison by the 12-packs.
1: Like, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. cases of beer.
1: Yeah, no, I'm saying well, I get so mad. Gonna, go ahead.
0: No, nah, I was gonna say they're gonna send me to jail. Yeah, send me to one of them
1: luxury slave cabins. <laughs> 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 yes, uh, go you to really, one of them luxury. You I The 2022 down. edition now, exactly. exactly.
0: You're gonna lock me down. Send me to one of them luxury slave cabins,
1: bro. exactly. Send me to the home <laughs> of my ancestors, uh, at least the one you're trying to tell me that was the home of my ancestors, exactly, yeah. dude. But All yeah, right. that. Yeah, yeah, but go ahead, <laughs> man. My bad. Go ahead. No, no, no. I
0: was gonna, um, yeah, we was gonna keep it moving since you know. Yeah, go ahead.
1: What's sure.
0: up? Um, so to piggyback off what um Ariel had said at the beginning about Carol Bryant, no indictment, no arrest. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I on one of the, I think it was the last podcast, I was saying they should never brought it up. Cause I get what Ryan like, I get what um Ariel was saying. Yeah, and I feel what he was saying. And I agree with what he was saying, but yeah. I was just saying, like, I, I knew I figured this was what was gonna happen, that nothing was gonna happen. So exactly. I was just like, why even bring it up? Like I don't even understand.
1: Yeah, like my that that was my thing too. It's like I, I totally agree with Ryan too. Like, like no, yeah, definitely she should have to pay for that. And I would not care if they got that joke and put it in prison at eighty nine, like and she just <laughs> like just stew away and, and, and pass away off and there. I wouldn't care. Like it wouldn't bother me. My whole thing was I didn't even want the attention to go away from all the stuff that's really going around. Cause you know, we get we all, like, us, ourselves included, we'll get stuck in a topic, you know, you'll get stuck in the headline, and meanwhile, while the headline going on, just like we know, that happens with those higher-up people, right, it'd be all kind of stuff they're doing behind the scenes, they're getting little bills and laws passed, they, they're doing all kind of little stuff, the okie doke the whole populace of people, the majority, you know, whether they white or black, and um or otherwise, but they, they finna do things to okie doke everybody while we stuck looking at something like, okay, oh, where is she going to prison or not at the tender age of 103? Like, it just, to, to me, I just didn't care enough about that because I just knew that while we were stuck on that, there'd be more going on that wouldn't yeah. get no attention that we lose sight of focus of, you know, so.
0: Yeah, which brings me to the next thing. So the Louisville Police Officer, Kelly Gillette. mm mm-hmm. She's on um, pleading guilty the Fed charges because she tried to cover up the whole Breonna Taylor situation. Yeah, because one, the protocol wasn't right, and then when it went left, she tried to cover the whole thing up. Uh
1: huh. Uh-huh.
0: So, what's, so I, I just want y'all thoughts on that.
2: A, a sacrificial lamb, and I guarantee it's a lot more going on and a lot more moving parts than just her. But she gonna have to fall on that sword for them. Yeah. They're gonna make it to the point where even if she, died, it'll be so much evidence that points directly back to her that all the other people that are involved in this, you know, they're not gonna, they're never gonna catch that L like they should. Like, motherfuckers, mm-hmm. oh, oh, uh, uh, some rogue individual acting on their own with no, you know, no type of ramble, nothing like that. Like, you you don't just get to make decisions, especially in governmental organizations, without 15, 11 people knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, this is just what we going to do. Yeah. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of checks and balances, and there's a lot of people that are in on these things.
1: Yeah. Just
2: operate free.
0: Fucking. Yeah, oh, no. man. <clears throat> Colombians, like, she had a whole... It's like she had a whole squad that went in and did what they did. Uh-huh. But then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, she, made, she called the shots. She did this, she did that. But huh? I'm sure she's not the only one to cover it up because they, they only said she was a police officer. They didn't say she was a chief. They didn't say she was, like, a lieutenant.
1: They just said she a police officer. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, so, but... so she got a boss, too. yeah. Like you know, it's just that blue, that blue wall of silence, man. They're gonna be trying to hide everybody. I try to if somebody got to go down, like you say, they're gonna be the sacrificial lamb, but we can't. We ain't gonna get everybody. But like that, just like you said, the whole situation was read the wrongdoing from the jump. You know, everything was wrong. Like it's like you just like that. That's why everybody went so hard against the no-not warrants after stuff like that. It's like that's an unsafe situation, especially when you put yourself in there with those shoes. Like I can only. Imagine how it would be just sitting up in the house one day, just chilling. All of a sudden, I'm in here with my baby and everything, and my wife, and all of a sudden they just bust through the door, based on a hunch of what they think is something. and It's not even credible information. They didn't, like you said, they don't go through the checks and balances to make sure that this this warrant should even be served. You know, and like you said, the no knock warrant. That to me, that's the most played thing anyway. You know, it's a no not warrant where you are gonna bust in here and call all kind of you know, issues. And, and like I say, y'all ain't got no, y'all ain't batting a hundred, you know, y'all messing up all the time. So I can't afford to on, like have to worry about life and limb, you know, because y'all break into my house and accuse me of wrongdoing or uh, do whatever, throw me down, shoot me on accident because, oh, he thought he was reaching for something. Like all, all that stuff, is, those are real fears, man. Those are real things that can really happen. Like, so I, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't like, I don't. I don't like it. You know. I think more people have to go down for it because it was. It was an overall. It was systemic failure. It was a. It was a. It was a failure in terms of just. The 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 mind frame of the individuals involved, and again, these people are, are tasked with protecting and serving. But who you protecting and serving like that? You know, uh, it's just not a it's just not a good feeling situation, man. And like you say, the young lady she lost her life and never had to lose her life in the first place, based on like just foolishness. Just and, and we're supposed to trust them people. And then again, like people get so pissed off when you start saying how you don't trust the police or this that another. But it's like don't feel no way, man. But it's Like again, we talked about earlier in the podcast, y'all will too much power, y'all will too much. Um, whether it be just by profession and just by the things that y'all can do, like if y'all hold blue wall, decide that oh, I'm guilty and y'all judging in the street and I'm just guilty, whatever, y'all can then create the condition to make it seem as if you know, oh, this man right here is wrong. And because we got what 10 cops over here and a judge to back them that say, oh, well, you know, if the cop did it, it's okay, so, you know, he must have some reason. You Know so it's just a it's, it's it's a it's it's not an ideal situation for just a regular person, man. It is not, it's no good, man. People have to be held accountable, man. Or, again, you're gonna keep on dealing with it, you're gonna keep on being afraid if you're a cop and you really are afraid of somebody shooting at you. You know, those things are really gonna happen because people are afraid for their life, and if y'all not meeting no type of um, no type of Consequences for these crazy behind actions, you know. Then how is anybody ever gonna trust, you know, the department or trust those those so called good cops and all that other good stuff? You know, they're gonna have to hold their people accountable, man.
0: That's true. Because I just, mean, even oh. even after the um, the Brianna Taylor situation happened, most mm-hmm. the police mostly got charged with basically shooting up the wall in the apartment or the house. That's crazy. That's in. crazy. That, so basically what damage. it was. They got they got charged with damaging property, and that's pretty that's much it.
2: Yeah, to the, the day, like, it's kind of like what I was saying back when we did kind of talk on the subject, it was like, what's 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 the worst scenario that could possibly manifest itself? They try to run away? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, if you got cops at the front and the back door, when you do your, your knock and you say, hey, this is the police, we got a warrant, you come in the door, you you know, you, you 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 confiscate them and you check over everything and make sure everything is good. Mm-hmm. you just kicking in somebody's door and then shoot and start shooting because <laughs> they got a gun. Well, well, no fucking duh, they got a gun because you just kicked in my door and I don't know who the fuck you are.
1: You're lying, boy. <laughs> And, and at hey, what time? At what time did it happen? Because it happened early in the morning too, didn't it? It was yeah. like yeah, like three, four in the morning something like that. That's crazy. What you supposed to be the person that lived there? Like, come yeah, on.
2: And you think somebody kicked your door in? Just like when they <laughs> kicked that door in of that one dude, and I forget his name, which is crazy because it's happening so much that you can't keep up with everybody's name.
1: So Okay.
2: The dude who was wrapped up in the cover, laying on his couch, they kicked in the door. They couldn't see his hands. I was like, well, why oh. are you kick in the door? Yeah, he's so fucking disoriented because you just kicked in his door and probably threw some flashbangs that he doesn't fucking know. And exactly. why do you think his first thing he's gonna reach for is a gun? Really? <laughs> Crazy. Like you, you were kicking in somebody's door at like three, four in the morning. Thought like what? You think they just up waiting for y'all like ready to shoot it out? Exactly. No, but my you gotta do is just fucking knock on the fucking door. Yo, this is the police. Open exactly. up. No, but my thing is. When they kick in
0: the door, they have on bulletproof vests. They have the yeah. little mask mask on, the helmet on, they got guns. Yeah. So, what is my. In little, the shield. So, what are you afraid of? So, so what is it like? You got a little nine, a little 45. Like, what is that going to do?
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> not a damn thing, because I don't think somebody's that stupid to say, you know what? I think I'm going to try to thug it out with the cops. Like, exactly. look.
1: Hey, look. not us. Dude, we don't have, there's not no history. And I keep saying this over and over again there's no history, and no real history. Like, there's exception to everything. It might be an exceptional situation you can find in a newspaper clipping somewhere. But, man, there are no instances where black people just go and attack authority figures that are white. There are none. We don't do it. Like, we're not the, even with our so called gang culture, that, like somebody said, that they, they ain't never get to the point where it became like the mafia, you know, where we, we really able to pay off, like, officials and this that and the other so organized that you're able to um do this that that and other and and you lie to the police force all that Now we scared of all of that like that's why we say like black folks like black folks like you say somebody white could walk walk down what old block in chicago and they ain't finna shoot and kill that white person at all like they they're not gonna do it because the damage just are crazy like out of place this might be a cop this might be somebody that they don't you know what i mean like that's really the, it's, it's a it's a mindset it's psychological and, like, it's just not going to happen. You don't see no black folk going run up in no white-owned businesses shooting a bunch of white people. You, it don't happen. It just really don't happen at all. So it's just, for you to think that when some white cops come to the door, that all of a sudden nigga going to grab a gun and I'll just start shooting at white folks and shooting at cops, man, please. Like, the only time it does happen when they scared, like you said, scared to crap, uh, might a dog gonna know they did something, and I'm just trying not to go. Uh, maybe I'm just shooting it so you can kill me, you know, so I can just go, you know, like. Those that's really more of what happens, but there are no situations where we come and just try to bang at authority, like it just don't happen like that, man.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all right, man. So, speaking of guns, um, in North Carolina, Madison County, to be exact, they got six schools, they're gonna place AR 15s in every school building in that county. Stupid. Uh, so basically, they're saying like it's they're gonna put them in like a safe. And it's basically for if, I guess, if this is a school shooting. Mm-hmm. So, what, what are y'all thoughts on that? Wow. Go
2: ahead. Trying to put guns in the hands of people that aren't trained for it. You got cops that have trouble maintaining any kind of normalcy in these chaotic situations. So, you think arming whoever, I don't know who would be the gun person. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's, that's
0: a good question though, because they they didn't really say, like, so basically they said they, the gun's gonna be locked up. So what you gonna in a case in a gun case, hey, and then if something happens, you can break the case or whatever.
2: What you gonna have, Mister Hawkins, the history teacher, to try to kick the fucking case in?
1: <laughs> 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 you know Mister uh... Hawkins, it's go time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like
2: or gonna... <laughs> oh, better yet, what the principal?
1: Yeah, so, man. If
2: it, it's this Principal uh, Sanders and she's the principal and she got the key to the fucking thing, what she's supposed to load up the AR and go out there and stop somebody that's shooting? What? That? Or, or, or little
0: Jimmy play Call of Duty and they're like it's your time to shine?
1: Exactly, <laughs> man.
2: Come so, on. And exterminate <laughs> that dude. And so it, it's kind of like back when they started doing the cops in the school. There was no. Increase in the cutback of incidents happening at schools with more cops in the schools. Mm-hmm. So if more cops in the schools didn't help, what the fuck does an AR-15 do? But mm-hmm. no. well,
1: not.
0: But not only that, they talk about preventing school shootings. But what if this kid is getting bullied? and He the one who broke into the to the glass case.
2: I they wouldn't. It wouldn't be in a, a general accessible area. It probably be like maybe in the principal's office or. It's something like that
0: but still still it's it's still not still
2: not a good idea. Oh no. Not all. I mean that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. If you want to put something in the in the school, how about put a counselor in the school? How yeah. about put more teachers in the school?
1: How yeah, about more- put
2: more money in the school?
1: More teachers, more money. Like you said, class size can go down. Like you said, put more money and resources, or so look like a school, not a prison. Like like you said, it's a bunch of different ways to attack this, to where you can go get to the root of the problem. It could be more preventative as opposed to more, um, like you say, reactionary and um, after the fact. You know what I mean? Uh, I wanna like like that because that that's not a preventative measure. Like you say, that can go left a whole bunch of different ways. It, it's just that's not a preventative measure to put the gun that somebody think it is. Oh man, we ain't had no school shootings yet, but just in case we get one, man, we got the gun. We ready. We are ready. Like that's <laughs> not that's not a real thing, you know. And, and then on top of it, I'm gonna go to a different little level with it. I got a homeboy who teach, um went to high school with him, he teaches in North Carolina. Now they just getting these four pay scale um up a little bit. The pay scale been trash, like now, for pay- a long time. Yeah, the so, um the, the teacher pay scale in North Carolina is garbage. <laughs> Yeah, garbage. Like, so God how, the so world you gonna tell a North Carolina teacher that we got the gun to school just in case school shooting happen? Man, I was like, who you think gonna go get the gun? Like, <laughs> I ain't going to get it. Y'all won't even pay me to teach my content. What I look like getting the gun and shooting at somebody? Because like this ain't even. It's not. It don't make no sense. It right. don't make any sense. Hey, nigga, gonna be out there like the substitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for he's real. A, he's <laughs> a hard nosed yeah. cop that decides to start teaching. <laughs> yes, yep. sir yes sir no sir i will not (laughs) yeah man
0: yeah it's just crazy man but all the schools now starting to look more like i guess federal buildings they got metal detectors and cops and
1: hidden guns and
0: (laughs) it's it's crazy
1: they really do man they really do that's what it's looking like but like ryan said when y'all let it go so long and like, they took the money out of it for so long. Like, and you got these different areas. Like, the inner cities, like, they, they just let them fall to crap, you know. When they let all that happen, and now you're trying to, at the back end, ask yourself the question, oh, why do we have so much of this going on in schools? Well, it's because, again, like you say, it's not a, the schools don't feel like schools. The schools don't feel safe. They don't feel like – um, homely environments because you got too much. You got crowds of groups of people everywhere. You got folks getting bullied left and right. Like I said, you got too many people on top of each other. You don't have good numbers. You don't have a good student to teacher ratio. You don't. It's just so much. You don't. You don't have the money to even keep great teachers around that know how to really build relationships and actually deliver their content. You don't know how to keep enough counselors that deal with these types of kids that can can help them. And more of the counseling department is really more about what um uh, what makes you do sat act stuff and like just jump like that. It's like it's so many things that if it was attacked from a real level with a bunch of people that have been in education, been in different cities, areas, um, and just a big meeting of the minds, man, you can get a lot of stuff hashed out. But the money would have to be there. The resources would have to be there. The back would have to be there. It can't be um it can't be just uh uh <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just what I've been seeing since I got even as a kid uh, even when i got grown too like just a whole bunch of lip service to what education need to be well we just worry more about the test score and worry more about um um oh we gonna we have to keep great teachers da, 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 da. but you wonder why every teacher only trying to teach a few years and them trying to get uh, like the level up immediately because they know they ain't gonna stay in the classroom you know so you can't keep no continuity in those school buildings so you're going to keep these issues, man. You're going to keep them. They're going to keep on getting worse and worse because every year when you guys see like them take more and more money out of education, who's already been drained dry, you know, and then go and cut a check and send it right to Ukraine. You'd be like, God, leave What Y'all party kind of out of whack, you know, it's just out of whack.
2: I mean, and, and what's kind of funny is I just seen an article talking about the disparity of how low some of the public schools population is in Chicago, where you almost are operating under the normalcy yeah. of that area where schools were built to handle, let's just say, a 1,000 kids. Yeah. Operating at like 300.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's for and real. They,
2: and, and they were saying, like, there's so many charter schools in Chicago, which I get, but one of the realest things I ever said was, you want to see the education system turn back to normal, Get rid of public schools. I mean, not public schools, private schools. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, when everybody's kid has to go to the same school, mm-hmm. motherfuckers gonna start caring more. And it ain't gonna be, oh, we could pay twenty thousand dollars for little Timmy
1: to mm-hmm. go
2: to the school and go to this this ridiculously prestigious school. It's like, no, my kid gotta go to the local public school. So y'all better get y'all shit together. Hey, mm-hmm. we, we, we paying all these taxes in the city. We we should get better education. We should get better results. It, it should be something that's going to be a whole lot better. You shouldn't have to go to all the way out to Naperville just to get a good school for your kids
1: yeah so, that that's the property tax thing issue though know, that that's that's yeah. kind of why the inner city schools so suffer because like I learned like the property taxes like of the people that have homes and own homes that that's what pays and puts money into the schools that are in the same zone as those homes, but like like when you got the situation where you got a bunch of apartments sitting around um a doggone city sitting uh, in a inner city school, you know you ain't got no big you know property owners really paying no taxes, and they use that to justify the reason that that school not getting funded you know Then it's blaming stuff like enrollment
2: neighborhoods in in the city that pay ridiculous amount of taxes, Mm -hmm. and you're not putting it back in because Mm -hmm. you're using that money to do other dumb shit. Like when they kept trying to expand out and make the city look better, which yeah, it could use an upgrade, but I tell you what, could have really used the upgrade the educational system of Chicago. Oh, Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah.
2: you did not need to beautify. The immediate downtown and, and the surrounding area to make mm. that better, at the cost of the schools in the city looking shitty.
1: Dude, it's like I, I watching the thing about Little Baby right yesterday. Um, on on Amazon Prime, it like. That's kind of what happened in Atlanta when they um brought the – well, they we knew they were going to bring the Olympics. That's when the Red Dogs were going crazy out there and, and just jamming up all the black people, especially in the area that they knew they wanted to kind of condemn. And then, you know, use it to build Atlanta up and build these areas. But all they did was they hid the hood. Like, they said even with the interstate system, when they um got the interstate going all around the city, kind of how it is now, and you ride right all around the city. Like, you don't see no poverty. You won't see why you're on the interstate, you know. They hide in poverty. That's all that did. Like same thing in Chicago. Hiding poverty. We're gonna build this up to put you. It's kind of like you know I'm, I'm gonna make this look great to pull your attention over here, so I can so I can keep your eyes more on the other side, right? Oh, there. they you just got they? rid of it.
2: They they didn't oh, even hide um, it. So they got rid of it because like, they they knocked out the those projects over there where, close oh, yeah. to where Centennial Park was, mm-hmm. just like with the projects in Chicago, like they got rid of Cabrini Green, they got rid of. Uh-huh. Jack- and they got rid of like a few others and all it did was just moving along so now you have yeah. the suburbs like harvey blue island and oh, i forget some of the other ones that's close I, I i'm drawing a blank right now but the point still remains you 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 had uh some of those suburbs started to get an influx of all those people who couldn't afford Well, who couldn't live where they used to, and they had the distribution programs where it moved it out there to Mm -hmm. those areas and set them up, and so now you had all those black folks living out there Mm -hmm. instead of in the projects or whatever, whatever, and all them folks that just sat down and held it down and owned land in those areas that they knew was coming, they been new. Mm -hmm. Hey, just hold on to your land. Because no. change is going to come and not all them folks that came up. Because funny enough, the president of my chiropractic school, he owned a lot of land downtown and a lot of buildings. And so mm-hmm. that shit came through in 96, well, way well before 96, because that's when Olympics came. So he probably found out in like 93.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 92, 93.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He was like, well, shit, baby, I got it made in shape with lemonade because now this is coming. They're gonna try to buy up some of this land to build some of these other things, so these folks are about to probably pay me millions of dollars. I'm good,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I mean, it's happening a lot of big cities, it's happening, um, it happened in Brooklyn too. Like, uh, a lot of especially over in uh, the best area where a lot of the projects used to be, mm-hmm. they got like million dollar homes, and people don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on behind them homes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: So it's I don't know, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Before we go, I want to send a shout out to American Airlines. They had the first all black female airline crew. Okay. Um, in history, Sorry. they was honored. Um, I think <laughs> they was. I think also all of them was honoring um, Bessie Coleman. I think she was the first black female pilot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So the the let's see. So Sharon Brooks and Nicole White. Shout out to them. They was the crew chiefs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they had uh, four young ladies: Cheryl Gaiman, Mary Robeson, Vanessa Bennett, and Brianna James. They were the flight attendants. But it okay. was a six. But it was a sixteen crew. Women crew, but it was the first all black female airline crew in history. So I just wanted to get them a shout out. Okay, okay, oh,
2: yeah, Yo, We gonna um, we gonna talk about the the twerking therapist before we get off. I mean, we'll
0: t- we'll hey man, we'll we'll talk about that on the next one, man. Because we we um short on time because Johnny gotta go to practice.
1: Okay, good, good, all right then, brother. I am good with it.
0: So we we'll talk about that on the next one. So, you know, but we will we will talk about it because I know I know you want to talk about it.
1: All <laughs> yeah, I just called up on this morning, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I finally looked over all that stuff too, <clears throat> and I, I'm sure that's going to be a, a that that we we'll probably be on that topic for a minute. So,
2: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: Well, that just means we, we might have to give a, a sooner rather than like a podcast because we don't want that to drop out the cycle before we get to it.
0: Oh no, nah, we won't, man. We won't. You you know, man, we, we drive when we want to,
1: man. We like the locks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh any anybody any y'all got anything to plug? Anybody to shout out?
2: Uh I mean, you know, as always, the check out the L O I C podcast. We have not put out anything since we did the player haters uh ball with the uh Bang your Bookie wife people. Um, But we're going to try to get together and even if I have to do it solo or two man uh, next week we'll kind of talk about uh, the week one stuff. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Uh, Folks getting a little bit busier on my podcast so it's a little bit harder to get us together. But shout out to the LOIC podcast.
1: Uh Okay. Yeah, man. Oh, As for me, man, shout out to you know all the great people out here that have been actually listening to us, you know, I, I really, you know, appreciate that. I think we all appreciate that, you know, because yeah. um, this, again, just kind of validates that we have some things that we that we are saying, you know, um, and we do value everybody's opinion. So, end of the day, the only thing I want to say is I'm still gonna represent me by <laughs> me. <laughs> hey John,
0: has your football season started yet?
1: Yes, it has, man. We currently two and zero, man. We are currently two and zero. Um, I'm with Do- Doherty High School here in Albany, Georgia. Um, this year I-, I was at another school the the previous four years, but I'm back here. Um, in the city in where which I reside. So you know, everything has been going pretty good so far. Um, we got um, a couple of tests coming up here. We play Stockbridge this weekend, or this Friday. I'm sorry, out of Atlanta, out uh, the Atlanta area, and then we play um Hateville Charter, which is a charter school out of the Atlanta area as well. Yeah. The next week. Yeah, so that's what we got going on.
2: Well well, well good luck with that was look. Is it is it the city where they love to hate, especially on the graph read?
1: Well, you know, it's crazy. Look the last place I was at, yeah, that was the city that love to hate. This city here, like Albany, not really. They just they just fair weather, you know, sometimes. Hey, if man, we not, you you, you well, missed that joke though, Watts. <laughs> huh? You missed that joke though. Well no, I, I know you got it from somewhere, but I you gonna to to clue me in on all the joke part, but I heard I heard that somewhere before. Nigga, that was back when
2: uh, we was in school, and we had that running back on the team.
1: Well, shut up, bro. Bye, man. I thought was what you were talking about. Get man. <laughs> yeah, man. I ain't playing do it with you. And that boy Waffle, eat uh, <laughs> Boy, boy. my boys want to get in them game, My boys would be just excited just be talking to them. I'm like, dude, you shouldn't be playing over nobody. Like... Yeah. <laughs> He was, a, he was a good hey, dude. I liked him, man. But he was, hey, just, he was, a, hey, he, he was an all heart all star baby. <laughs> That's what it was. That's really what it was, man. And just like they're just mad because he ain't getting no playing time. I'm like, dude, for one, you came when we became a one back team. We out here running one back. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> hey, hey with, with, with a full back every now and then, on, on like, on like, I think I, I think he came with Thompson with that too. And like every now and then, we all of a sudden be in a two back set, trying to throw play action out the backfield to the full back real quick. Like, like, we just wasn't no two back team, like, for real, for real, no more. We wasn't, yeah. we, we, we really never. I
2: mean, yeah, they used to mix in Zach, but truth be told, it was really the Ricardo show. Well, it was never really a two back system like that.
1: Zach kind of nah, nah. made his turn. No, nah, it wasn't no pro style, I mean, it wasn't no pro, um, backfield. Like, it, it, I think the most of it ever that was my first year, the year before you got there. Because my first year, we had a um, it was a, a white guy, that was a, our coordinator, I to say, last name with green, maybe. But he was um he had two backs and stuff. That's when they moved me to full back from tight end. But that's the last time they kinda of ran two backs to a degree because that's when Shotty used to carry the ball a lot. Cause we run trap and stuff like that. Like so that's the last time we really did the two back thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Look, we about five hundred running backs on the death chart.
1: Ain't <laughs> lying, bro. Well, yeah, was boys, was lacking now.
0: well, shout out to Doherty High. For sure. Uh shout out to um my boy said, he coached over at Woodline High in Birmingham. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh I think they two and as well.
1: Okay.
0: Um shout out to Ricardo since y'all brought him up. He about to get this work in <laughs> fantasy. You about to get what? He about to get this work in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude's
1: oh. dupes. <laughs> That's it. Dude's
0: dupes. Shout out to Mick who sent the text. He's talking about he at work, so shout out to him. And Man. shout out to Drake because he said he's working a wedding, so he couldn't come so
2: he couldn't join today.
1: Nothing wrong with it, man. Productivity, man. Make don't that mess. money. Just
2: don't let the money make you.
1: That's right. Nah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, man. It was good time to y'all boys, man.
1: Likewise, brother.
2: Y'all yeah, boy. All
0: right. Until next time. All right. yeah. all right.